Hello, this is Saul Gonzalez, lead pastor of Lifehouse Church, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us today. I believe that through this message, God will encourage you, challenge you, and better yet, change you for the glory of God and for the purposes God has called you. Enjoy this message. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Such a privilege and an honor to be here on today. Amen. Pastor Saul um, and his uh, family covered your prayers. Um, they were not feeling well. So pray for them. Amen. That they will have a speedy recovery. And just want to thank God for you being here today and, and for your dedication for showing up at church because there are many people that are still not going to church because of the COVID situation. But amen. If you have a future, you have nothing to worry about. Can we say amen? Amen. Amen. Even if God has to go into a lion's den like he did for Daniel and pull him out, or if he has to step into a fiery furnace like he did for the three Hebrew boys and pull him out, if it's not your time to go, amen, it's not your time to go. Can we say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. We've been uh, studying and uh, preaching, teaching on a series. Uh, you got what it takes. It has to do with the Holy Spirit. And we know that the Holy Spirit is our comforter. It's our aid. It's our guide. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to do the same work that he did while he was here. It's just that he, uh, Jesus was able to do a lot more now because the Holy Spirit represents him. Amen. So we're going to be teaching on the Holy Spirit this morning, but we're going to be uh, sharing the title of this message is A Prayer That Is Worthy. A Prayer That Is Worthy. And I know a lot of us are new, and <clears throat> sometimes uh, we don't, may not know how to pray or what to pray or... You know, if our prayers have gotten through, sometimes we don't know what to say. And I, I, I think that this is, is something in, in this message that's, uh, that we all can uh, be blessed by and be blessed from. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and get started because I do believe we do have baptism on today as well. So we're not going to be before you long. Praise the name of Jesus. <clears throat> our first scripture today is coming from Romans chapter 8, verse 25 through 27. Romans chapter 8, verse 25 through 27. Do we have those up there? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 25 through verse 27. Amen. Still no? Hallelujah. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version. We got it? Amen. There's a lot going on in this scripture. It's chock full of uh, things that we need to know. The scripture says, but if we hope for what is still unseen, by us we wait for it with patience and composure. We wait for it with patience and composure. So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. And he who searches the hearts of men, talking about God, knows what is in the mind of the Holy Spirit. 
what his intent is because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in our behalf or in behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will. We're going to go back through this and we're going to point out a few things. Keep in mind and remember that we're all chosen and the reason that we're here, we're here because of the will of God and we were chosen according to the will of God. Everything that has to do with you and I has to do with the will of God, even including our prayers. Now notice here what the scripture says. It says that the Holy Spirit is our aid. It, it comes to bears us up in our weakness, in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought, but the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads on our behalf. Uh, so uh, make a mental note of this. So the Holy Spirit, it, 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 it monitors our prayers. We are, con we are on constant observation. Now notice it says we don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit, it goes and meets. So, so he's monitoring our prayers. Because as soon as you pray... And, 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 and the reason that, that, we, that the Holy Spirit does this is because sometimes we don't know what to pray. You know, the rain came down, it's coming down. You know, the devil, he showed up at your door like the big bad wolf. You know, I'm going to huff and puff and I'm going to blow your house down. And you know, and you got things coming from all ends. Every which way you turn, there's problems and there's troubles. So sometimes, you know, the only thing you can do is fall to your knees and say, oh God. So, but what the Holy Spirit does, he's monitoring that, oh God. So the Holy Spirit, it goes and meets that, oh God. In, in, in other words, your prayers, make a mental note of this, your prayers do not show up before God without representation. Hear me now, this is going to help you. Your prayers don't go before God without representation. Because again, the Holy Spirit, he's an aide, he's an advocate. What is an advocate? An advocate is a lawyer. It is an attorney. So, so he goes to represent your prayers because he knows you don't know how to pray. There's a whole lot going on. And all you can get out is, oh God. And, and you're in trouble, and sometimes the thing is so hot and so heavy, all you can do is weep. That's okay. Because the Holy Spirit, he goes before you, and he meets those tears and says, hey, I'm here to represent these tears. These tears. Representation. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. He goes to plead on your behalf. Because we don't know what to pray, how to pray sometimes. And, and when we're new at this, a lot of us, you know, we still got a lot of selfishness in, her, in us. And, and it's about I and, and, and me and, and, and we're praying about what we want and, and these types of things. But, 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 but the Holy Spirit, it, it, it goes before God and this is what it does now. <clears throat> because we don't know what to pray. You know, it's just like the person that shows up, you know, and you got to go to court and you have no representation. You're going to represent yourself. Good luck. God bless you. 
Your things are not going to turn out well. Because one thing, they, they don't have no respect for anyone that shows up without representation. That's why they appoint representation, but you need somebody to represent you who knows the laws, who knows the mind of the courts and these types of things. But for that person who says, I don't need no representation, I'm going to speak for myself, okay, say goodbye to your family because you're going to be going away for a while. But the Holy Spirit shows up the moment you pray. Boom. Representation. Amen. And the Bible says that he begins to, 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 to plead in your behalf. So there's this intense negotiation uh, that goes on. He pleads in your behalf. Notice, with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. So there's some very intense negotiation that's going on that the Holy Spirit is representing you to make sure that your prayer is worthy. So in order for him to do that, he has to edit, hear me now, he has to edit your prayer. He has to change it to make sure that it is worthy that it is acceptable, something that God will recognize. What is worthy? The word worthy means having qualities deserving of recognition, acknowledgement, acceptance, or admission. In other words, we want to be sure that our prayer has gotten through. We, we want to be sure that what we are praying and, and what we are saying, that God is going to hear us. Why? Because we're, 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 we're looking for admission. You know, we're, we're trying to get through. You know, things are tight and, and, and you know, we're hurting. We want to make sure God hears us. And there's a way that we can do that. We pray a prayer that is worthy. And if we don't, the Holy Spirit goes and he edits our prayer and he edits it and he changes it in line with God's will for your life. He, he changes it and he edits it so that God understands what you really need. Because notice it says that and he who searches the hearts of men, talking about God, the Father, also knows the mind of the Holy Spirit. What his intent is. I mean, when the Holy Spirit shows up, he already know what the Holy Spirit is going to say. He already know what his intentions are. See, and the good thing about this, my God, you, got, you need to understand the support that we have. Because, see, the Holy Spirit is, is related to the judge that's sitting up there on the throne. You know, it's kind of like the attorney who's best friends with the judge, you know, that he's pleading your case to. You know, you got some favors going on in your behalf, okay? You, you, you got some favors. So, 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 so the Spirit of God and the, and the judge, God the Father, they're related anyway, so he knows the intent. Why? Because, see, the Holy Spirit, notice what it says, it pleads and it does this negotiation according to God's will, God's plan for your life. So the Holy Spirit knows God's plan for your life. He, he knows why you were chosen. He, he knows why you're here. Why he, he, you know, the Holy Spirit, he was part of the, uh, 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 the, the, the planning team when all this was going on. 
Okay, so he, 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 knows, he knows about you, and, 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 and he knows you. He knows your tendencies, and he, he, knows, he, he, he knows that uh, uh, how to express in words that are too deep for utterance. These groanings and, 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 and this pleading that he does, he knows how to express that in a way that it gets through, like the attorney does, like the representation. Uh, know, knows the, the, the history of the courts. It, 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 it knows cases that have gone before the court, uh, like yours, that have been approved. See, sometimes we think we're the only ones who have gone through what we're going through. No, your, your case, your, your situation is nothing strange to God. It is not like the Holy Spirit has never had to deal with your situation or with your circumstances that you are going through. We're we, we talking about a representation. We're talking about an attorney and an advocate, you know, that has never failed a case. He knows how to get through. So it's important for you to understand that. So when you go into prayer and when you get up from prayer, you are comfortable. You know, you have some kind of certainty and assurance because you have representation. You have representation. One of the first things that the disciples asked uh, Jesus in Luke chapter 11 uh, was to teach us how to pray. After they, they watched Jesus pray and they said, well, man, we need to know how to pray. We, 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 we need to know how to connect to, you know, this God of ours. So Jesus told them to pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Notice what he says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus taught them how to pray for God's will to be done. For God's will to be done. And notice in that prayer, there's no me, there's no I, and my for and no more. That's, you know, it's, 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 it's our and us. Okay? It's our and it's us. So a prayer that is worthy, a prayer that is worthy, it's, it's, it's a prayer that's, uh, that deserves uh, recognition, qualities, that deserve recognition, qualities. Uh, qualities uh, simply means that there's degrees of excellence. There are, there, there are characteristics and there are traits. So, so when we pray and your prayer goes before God, God is looking for certain characteristics. He is looking for certain traits that are identifiable. That are identifiable. So what is these prayers? What is these prayers? What are these traits? Let us look at uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 through 15. 1 John chapter 5, amen, verse 14 through 15. And the Amplified Version says, and this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. And if, since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask. Now that whatever we ask is pertaining to God's plan and God's purpose. We also know, 
with settled and absolute knowledge that we have or been granted us as our present possession the request made of him. The Bible says this is the confidence that we have. So you, you can have, even before you go into prayer, you can have confidence. Because it, it says, it says, the assurance, the privilege of boldness, the joy and the pleasure of boldness. There is no other religion on the face of the earth that has the kind of joy, that has the kind of privilege of boldness that we have. Why? Because we know before we go into prayer what God is going to hear, what he's not going to hear, what he's going to recognize, what he's not going to recognize, what God is going to accept, and what he's not going to accept. Why? Because we go in praying the will of God. Now, if you don't know what the will of God is, the will of God is simply the word of God. And if you find yourself in a situation, you know, and you don't know what to do, you know, Google it. What, yeah, what does the word say about this kind of situation? And all kinds of scriptures will come up. <laughs> Amen. We live in a technology. Google it. Amen. What does the Bible say about healing? What does it say about deliverance? What does it say about peace of mind? If scriptures will come up. That's what you want to pray. You want to pray God's word. Why? Because the word of God has the same qualities of God. The word of God has the same characteristics as God. The word of God has the same traits of God. The word of God is God. So, so, so when you go in praying, you go talking God's language. He understands that. Amen. He, he accepts that. So you, that, that's, so, so, so according to his will, according to his will, in other words, it says that if we ask anything according to his will, what? He hears us. We can have confidence. Then it says, with that same confidence, with that same privilege of boldness, because we know that he hears us, we know that we have. Same. Hear me now, for God to hear you is for you to have what you request. That's all. For God to hear you is for you to have. The moment you get up, it says, we have that possession, then it is settled. There's no getting up, wringing your hands, scratching your head, wondering, did God, did my prayer get through? Did God hear me? Am I, am I going to get an answer? No, if it's God's word, he heard. And because he heard, you have. No need to be confused about this, okay? One of my favorite scriptures, 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Here's your supplication. What is the word, the meaning of supplication? And the Spirit of God has been doing this for a long time. That's part of his responsibility, is to represent you, to make sure your prayer has representation. Supplication. Supplication, the word has to do with a voice. It means to beg as, as, as binding oneself, binding oneself. 
Because, see, when you go into prayer, that's what you're doing. You're going into prayer to bind yourself to God. Amen. You, 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 you're you saying, God, I, I need help here. If you don't help me, I won't be helped. So you go before God to bind yourself. You bind yourself. Go, to, go with me to John. John chapter 1, uh, verse 18. John chapter 1, verse 18. John chapter 1, verse 18. There we are. Okay. In the Amplified Version, it says... No man has ever seen God at any time. The only unique son or only begotten God who is in the bosom in the intimate presence of the Father. Now notice what it says about Jesus. He's in the bosom of God. And that, that bosom is described as the intimate presence of God. See, most of us, when we pray, we pray like we're praying to a God who's a million miles away. You know, like we are here and God is like, like way over yonder somewhere. No. God, the Father, he's, he's in you. He's in you. And, and, and you have to keep in mind that where Jesus is, we are also. Why? Because we are in him. That means if Jesus is in the bosom of God, you and I, we're in the bosom of God. We're in that place of intimacy. When a child is in trouble, in need, or in pain, first thing that little rascal does is run straight for mom's bosom. And mom's... Because the bosom represents a place of safety. It represents a place of security. It represents a place of belonging, of closeness, of family. The bosom of God is a place that is dear. A place that represents that which uh, is beloved, it is precious. It's a place of friendship. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. Always. You don't, have to, you don't have to run to go. You don't have to do like that little child does, run to mom and, and you know. No, you're always there. That's what God has you in his bosom. Because you are his beloved. You, you are precious to him. See, you, we, we have the greatest support system in the world. Amen. We have the greatest support system in the world. Praise the Lord. In the bosom of God. So we're not praying like we're praying, you know, a million miles away somewhere. We, 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 when we pray, we kneel. We, we're in the presence of God. We're in the bosom of God. That's where this binding takes place. That's what a child runs to, to bind themselves to mom. You know, to connect. Okay? To connect. Let us go to uh, John chapter 1, verse 1. <clears throat> John chapter 1, verse 1. The scripture says, In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The Word became flesh 
made his dwelling among us. Follow me, verse 15. Verse 15, it says, he, and this is John, uh, uh, John the Baptist, he says, he who comes after me has priority over me. Now, we want, we want to develop this understanding that John the Baptist had. Because we're talking about a prayer that is worthy. It is a prayer that is full of the word of God. It is a prayer that contains the word of God. And that is scripture. That is word on anything that you need. Okay? But look at John. John the Baptist. Look at his attitude. Look at his stance. His, his understanding. He said, he who comes after me has priority over me. The word that became flesh has priority over me. So the word of God must always have priority over you. You must allow it to have priority. You must allow it to have priority. It's not about what you want and the desires of your flesh. The, the word has to have priority over all that, over you. For he was before me, he takes rank above me. The word, the word of God outranks any, all, and everything. I don't care what you're going through, the word outranks it. Amen. The word outranks it. I don't care how real it seems, I don't care what facts that, you know, the doctor give you, I don't care what that little plastic thing reads, or shows up, whatever it is that show up in your body, you know, in your mind, the word, has, it, it outranks it, meaning that it is all subject to the word of God. Everything that was created was made subject. In other words, it was made underneath. It was made underneath the word of God. So it has to obey the word of God. It's all subject to the word of God. It's subject. That term has like a, a military term. When, you know, like in every base there's a general. And everybody that goes to that base is put underneath that base general. Not above him. You automatically put underneath so when God created everything by his word, it all was put underneath the word of God. Every sickness, every disease, every problem, every demon, every devil, it was put under the word. So that's why you want to pray the word. That's the thing that is, that's what gets God attention. That's why when you don't necessarily get it right, you have representation. Your prayer has representation. Well, the Holy Spirit gets it right for you, okay? My time is gone already. <laughs> Amen, that's okay. We just about finished. We just about finished. So, 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 so the word of God, he's proud, he's had, it ranks above. Then it says, for he existed before I did. He existed before I did. Man, if you want to trust anything, you want to trust somebody who's, who's been around a little bit longer than you. You hear what I'm saying? I don't understand that how these, these, these young people, when they have problems, they want to go to somebody who don't know no more than they do. 
well, you going to your peers, they ain't live no longer than you live. What? I mean, come on, how much more do you think they're going to know? You go to your elders. And if you don't want to listen to that mom and dad, go find you another uh, older person that you have some kind of respect or reverence for and listen to them. But by all means, don't, don't, don't go to your peers. What are they going to tell you about life? They have not lived life. Now, we understand that when we want to get our nails done. When you go to the beauty shop to get your nails done, and, and, and she said, okay, I can help you. And she said, I, I just got started. I haven't been done nails that long. And you can say, is anybody here that's been doing nails for a while? Because you, you, you know, you want to <laughs> go to the person who's been doing nails for a while. Or to get your hair cut, you don't want somebody who just, you know, I went to school, but you know, I, I kind of learned on my own. No, you're not messing with my head. You, you, you go to somebody who has experience. So, so, so the word has always been around. Amen, amen, amen. And then he goes on to say, he has advanced before me because he is my chief. He is my chief. The word of God, the word that became flesh. Your chief. Listen to your chief. My God, I hope you don't have problems with authority. If you do, you're not going to listen at your chief. But you want to listen and see what the word's saying. That's your first response. When something comes at you and you don't know what to do, you go to the Bible. What does the word say? Or Google it. Amen. What does the word say? Because that is the thing that God recognizes. It has the same traits, same qualities as the word of God. John chapter 1, verse 32, 33. John the Baptist says, I gave further, John gave further evidence. Say, I have seen the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven. And it dwelt on him, never to depart. I did not know him nor recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in and with water said to me, upon whom, upon him, whom you shall see the Spirit descend and remain, that one is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. He who you see the Spirit light upon, descends upon, and remains. The Spirit of God upon the Word that was made flesh, descended upon Jesus, upon the Word, never left. The Spirit of God yet remains on the Word of God. Jesus said in John 6, 23, it is the Spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatsoever. There is no profit in him. The Word 
the words, the truth that I am, I have been speaking to you are spirit and they are life. The word is spirit and life. The spirit still remains on the word. Spirit and life. See, when you go before prayer, it is in prayer. And we're getting ready to close. We are close. It is in prayer where life changes takes place. It's, it's, it's where life is altered. It is in prayer where the Holy Spirit goes, edits your prayer. It updates your prayer. Updates your prayer. You know, we have these gadgets and it says to press this button if you want to download and update. Well, it is in prayer where you receive updates in life. Updates in your physical body when things are not feeling well. Updates in your mind when there's no peace. Updates in life. That's what they all take place for. But you have an advocate. You have representation. So what, you don't know how to pray, you don't know how to get it right, and you may not get it right. That's okay. The Spirit of God goes to meet because he's monitoring your prayers. And he goes to meet your prayer as your representation, as your attorney. And he knows exactly how to convey your situation to God. To where God says, ah, okay, I recognize that. That I can do. You know what the will of God is for your life. Jesus said, I can't as you may have life more abundantly in quantity. One translation said, and superior in quality. That you would be healed, that you would prosper. All that is the will of God. That's what you pray. And the Bible says, as we stand to our feet, everyone please stand with me. In Romans chapter 8, verse 25, it says, when you're hoping for that which you don't see, it says you wait for it patiently. You wait for it patiently with patience and composure. Pastor Gabriel preached a message not too long ago on a Wednesday night about that gap. What do you do in the time you pray and in that in-between time that you receive? You wait with patience and with composure. You, you come. Why? Because I have representation. I, I have the Holy Spirit that represents my prayer, never lost the case. Hallelujah. So, so, so I, I can be calm. I, I, I can get up feeling good. Amen. Knowing that I have the Holy Spirit on my side. And, and I, I want to challenge you today, amen, to, to, to get to know the Holy Spirit, to spend time in prayer. This is where life changes takes place. Amen. Thank you so very much for joining us today on the LifeHouse podcast. I pray and hope this message has encouraged, inspired, and challenged you to grow closer to God. 
If you would like to be a part of what God is doing here at LifeHouse, visit our website at lifehousechurch.com. That's lifehousechurch.com for more information or consider subscribing and share it with one of your friends and family. Thank you again for being part of our journey, your journey, that will lead you to know God better, grow together, and go serve and make a difference. Thank you again. God bless you. See you next time.